Welcome to the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now, here is your host, Lance Ferguson. My guest today is a two-time Iowa State cross-country champion while at Pleasant Valley. She also uh, has taken runner-up honors in the 10,000 meters at the SEC Outdoor Track and Field Championships, and that occurred in 2018. Most recently, she's been competing for the University of San Francisco and was in the 10,000 meters at the NCAA West prelims. And now she's headed to Music City and Vanderbilt for graduate school. Welcome to the program, Mackenzie Yannick. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be on the podcast. Yeah, well, great, great to have you here. Um, I know whenever I post uh, something on Instagram about my show, you're always one of the one of the people that's always liking it. So, uh, <laughs> so I appreciate your. I appreciate your support for the uh, for the podcast. You're always uh, uh, 100% behind it. Oh, of course. Um, I love how you talk to people from Iowa. And um, yeah, it's always good to hear what um, other people from Iowa are up to. So I'm always interested in the podcast. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, the run around Iowa has got to be about Ireland. So um, <laughs> I, I've just had some great interviews um, this, this spring. Uh, I've really enjoyed it so much. And I can tell over the next 45 minutes, 50 minutes, we're going to have a lot of fun too. Um, oh, you're, you're, you're in uh, uh, Music City, Nashville now, and uh, you got your cowboy boots bought and um, headed to graduate school. Um, how did you uh, end up selecting uh, Vandy? Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, honestly, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to get into Vanderbilt, so I just sent in my um, my application and um, I was super thankful that I got an interview with the program, and yeah, I was just ecstatic that I get to be a part of this program. Um, I love the location. My uh, parents, they moved um, to northern Georgia about four years ago now, um, so now I'm about three hours from them, so I like that I'm um, much closer to home, um, and yeah, I absolutely love Nashville as well, so um, I'm looking forward to the upcoming years ahead. Wow, lots of uh, a couple of questions came out of that uh, response that I have. Uh, do you ever get back to Iowa? Um, every now and then, because um, all of my relatives they still live in the Midwest, um, okay. and my brother he'll be starting his MBA program at Notre Dame this fall. So um, he actually just moved to South Bend this past weekend. So um, I'll be spending more time in the Midwest visiting him and visiting my grandparents. Okay. And um, you guys are, are very close, of course. I saw on an Instagram post, you guys were uh, in Nashville uh, buying your cowboy boots. Uh, how many how many, how many pairs did you buy? Uh, we each only bought one pair because they're, uh, they're awfully expensive, which we weren't expecting, but, <laughs> but we felt like we had to do it since we were in Nashville. So um, it was well worth the purchase. <laughs> are you a big country Western fan? Not, you know, not particularly, although I do like country music. Um, and of course, country music is huge here in Nashville. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so over the upcoming years, I'm sure I'll become a huge fan. <laughs> yeah, 
you're gonna you're, you're gonna become a Garth Brooks fan really quickly. I think. <laughs> um, so, uh, so it's a tough program to get into. You're you're going for your master's in education and school counseling. Uh, kind of tough to get into Vanderbilt then for for your master's. Yeah, um, they're ranked um, number six in the country, um, and they have a very small um, cohort that they accept into the program. So, um, yeah, so there's people from all over the um, country in the program that I'm in. So I'm excited to meet everyone in a couple of weeks. Um, we have orientation starting up the third week of August, so it'll be here before I know it. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited. I'll um, do internships here in Nashville um, starting in the spring. Um, so I'll have uh, make more connections in the city. And um, yeah, I'm excited to feel more a part of the community. Well, there's so much to do in, in Nashville. Uh, have you have you been able to be a little bit of a tourist and, and go around to all the all, all the hot spots there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like I've been a huge tourist. Um, unashamedly, because it's super fun. Um, <laughs> so I've been here for about the past month. And a lot of my teammates are here in the city as well. So um, we've had a lot of fun um, going to different places for brunch, finding new places to run, and just doing a lot of the tourist type of activities, um, like going to the Country Music Hall of Fame. Um, let's see. Almost there, yeah. Yeah, I definitely had to do that. Um, I've been to some baseball games, and um, yeah, so it's been fun. Um, is there is there really good um, running trails there in Nashville? Is there pretty good uh, uh, runner bike? Uh, community yeah actually um I feel like the running community and the biking as well it's very strong here um they have an awesome cross-country course it's called Percy Warner um the park is massive so you have I don't even know how many miles of trails but it seems endless so you can run um on the cross-country course which is all grass of course um and then they have a lot of bike trails and um kind of like mountain biking type of trails as well that you can run on too um and cool. yeah, in about 20 minutes from the city, you have a lot of other um, soft surface options to run on. Okay. Um, and you've gotten, uh, you've gotten to know a lot of the teammates then. Um, it sounds like you've, you've kind of connected with them. So made some uh, relationships there. Yeah, that's made the transition much easier, knowing people on the team. And um, I think it'll make this upcoming year um, just flow a lot smoother because I already feel like I'm being integrated into the team. Um, so, yeah, it's been great to spend some time with them before the season starts. Looks like Althea Thomas is the director of cross country and track and field. Um, they had to be excited that um, to, to, to get you on board. Um, you know, you're a, uh, a former qualifier for nationals for cross country. Um, you qualified this year, finished 78. So that's got to be a big boost to their program. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, I know the program is extremely excited to have um, Coach A.T. on board. Uh, she was previously at Georgia, so Nicholas actually, um, you know, she primarily works with sprints, but Nicholas still kind of worked with her because they were at um, the okay. Pan Am Junior Championships together. So, um, yeah, and so um, everyone really respects Coach A.T., and Nicholas was saying that at Georgia, they just, you know, they absolutely loved her. So we're looking forward to getting to work with her in the years ahead. So she's a first-year coach then, um, coming over from from Georgia. Um, that's probably why I didn't see a whole lot of coaches on their staff. It looks like she's still mm -hmm. trying to uh, get the assistants together. Yeah, it, it um, looked like. 
we just had our distance coach who was just announced this past Friday. Um, it's coach Porter. Um, he previously worked at Kentucky and Clemson. Um, he worked at both those places with coach AT. Um, and so, yeah, so I just spoke with coach Porter for the first time yesterday and I'm really looking forward to working with him this year. Um, he seems super knowledgeable when it comes to training and just like a really nice person. So um, yeah, so we're excited, but yeah, um, I believe coach AT is still in the process of hiring some, other assistant yeah. coaches uh, for jumps and the multi events. Yeah, it, it certainly looks that way. It looks like there's momentum building at Vanderbilt and Vanderbilt's not exactly, uh, I, I, I would have to say uh, a track and field and cross country power. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the SEC, it's kind of hard when you have to uh, butt heads against the, the likes of Arkansas. Mm -hmm. uh, sounds like things are, are coming together though. Like they're uh, building something there. Yeah, I'm excited to get to be a part of this um, because I believe this is going to um, yeah, be a great first year uh, for the program under Coach AT and just to see the momentum continue to build. Um, Coach AT is amazing at recruiting and coaching. She's just so positive um, and she really um, instills a lot of confidence in her athletes. And I think this is going to be um, huge for the program to come. Okay. Um, and, um, so you're getting your master's in ed education, Are you wanting to go into school counseling then? Is that kind of the, kind of the target here? Yeah, I want to go into school counseling. Um, I'm not sure if I want to work with elementary or high school kids yet, but, um, I'll do an internship with an elementary school, a junior high and a high school. So I'm sure I'll have a better idea of which age group I want to work with. Um, I volunteered a few times with Girls on the Run about seven to eight-year-olds, and it was super fun. Um, and so, yeah, I really enjoy working with kids. And um, I think I, as of right now, I'll probably want to work with high school kids just to help them plan for the future and um, just help guide them in their next steps to get them to where they want to be. Yeah, they need the help for sure. And, and uh, maybe you can go into coaching then uh, as well. Is that something that you're interested in? Yeah, that's the plan. Um, originally, when I came into college, I really wanted to go into college coaching. Um, that's something I'm still interested in. But um, as of now, I definitely have my eyes set on you know, becoming a school counselor and hopefully coaching um, in a high school as well. Okay. Um, so you, um, you're, you're coming off uh, uh, a, a season at San Francisco where you were named um, – all-American, academic All-American um, by the U.S. Track and Field and Cross-Country Association. Um, you've, you've pretty much gotten all these academic honors while you've been in college. Um, and of course, we know you're an outstanding runner. Um, you've, you've got a great smile. Um, so, so the thing is, uh, the audience is probably going, okay, uh, give us something that uh, Mackenzie's not good at. So uh, tell me something that... <laughs> <laughs> Give me a flaw of yours. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> there's there's many to like, pick from. <laughs> you got everything going on here. So oh, I don't know spot. about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've certainly struggled um, a lot, especially during my early years at college. Um, my At the end of my freshman year, um, I, uh, um, well, it really lasted for like two and a half years, but um I was, unfortunately, there was like a, I was being stalked by um, a boy on the team during my time in Alabama. Um, 
and that was really difficult to go through um but I feel like I learned more of um definitely I learned a lot more about myself um and I had a, a very difficult time with being open and vulnerable with people and stuff so I wasn't talking about what was going on with anyone um and so yeah so that's something I've had to work on um during my time at USF and going forward just uh, being more open with people, um, like not being afraid if something wrong is going on, like to not act like, oh, everything's fine, but just to feel comfortable and um, like comfortable enough to share those kind of moments with other people um, is something I've learned during my time in college. Well, that's a that, that, that's a traumatic experience. I mean, when you yeah. have when you have somebody like that who's, you know, like you said, stalking you, you uh, did you did you seek counseling then, or did you, was it something that you were um, kind of fighting by yourself? What? Uh, yeah, um, I d- didn't talk about it for about a year, um, and then after speaking with someone through the Title Nine office about what was going on, um, to see if we could put some kind of like restraining order in place, um, they put me in contact uh, with a psychologist through the athletic department at Alabama. Um, I just wasn't comfortable with. Um, staring about it at the time so um, we didn't really um, chat much about the experience um, but yeah but that's something that I um, I work with now um, seeing a therapist here at Vanderbilt as well just to continue to uh, process what had happened well that's good you gotta as, as we've seen through the Olympics you got to take care of your mental health you know you have mm-hmm. to um, you have to keep addressing that especially uh, with you know the pressure that you have as a college student um, mm-hmm. you have to be proactive with that so I'm glad that you are continuing with that oh thank you I appreciate it um, so was so you said this was a a, a, a team member that was stalking you somebody on the Alabama men's team uh, yes yeah he was on the men's team um, ultimately he yeah. was kicked off the team um, and also out of school um, that's good. Um, was, that, was that a reason that you um, decided to leave Alabama? Did you just not feel comfortable there? Because things were uh, progressing pretty well for you. Um, as I mentioned, um, you were um, 14th at the SEC Cross Country Championships in 2017. And, mm-hmm. and um, you were also uh, second place, like I said, in the 2018 Outdoor SEC Championships in the 10,000. Um, things were progressing, but... Um, was it just not a right fit for you? Um, yeah, that was why um, I decided to transfer, just because I had a hard time with feeling safe walking on campus and things like that. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I was hoping I'd be able to work through it, but I just kind of had to come to terms with the fact that I was, you know, uh, very unhappy um, and just felt so unsafe. And it, it just got to be a little taxing to feel so on edge all the time. So that was why I decided to um, transfer from Alabama. Yeah. Uh, it makes sense. Not everything works for you. Um, how did you end up in San Francisco then? Um, I mean, that's a, that's a great place to go to go to college. Um, of course it's a world-class city. Um, how did that all come about? It was the complete polar opposite of Alabama. Um, and also San Francisco is very different from Iowa. So it was, um, out of my comfort zone. Yeah, 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 exactly. A little culture shock. Um, but yeah, it's one of the best decisions that I've ever made. I absolutely love the city and the team, the school. It was, um, yeah, such a positive experience. And I'm really thankful that the coaches um, 
you know, reached out to me when I was in the transfer portal and were willing to let me be a part of their team. I feel so grateful to be a part of that. Um, yeah, the team was awesome. Everyone was um, like the team culture was just great there. Everyone's so genuinely supportive of one another. Um, you know, if you're having a bad day, they're going to be the first people that you can lean on and they'll be there for you. And if you're having an awesome day, they're going to cheer you on and they're going to be just as excited, you know, for you as you are. So, um, yeah. And of course, San Francisco is amazing as well. Um, there's just so much going on and it's an absolutely beautiful city. Yeah, where is uh, where is the University of San Francisco then um, within San Francisco? Um, kind of where is where uh, where is it located? Um, it's towards Ocean Beach, so you're about two miles from the Pacific Ocean. Um, so you're not in downtown San Francisco, but you're in the more residential area of San Francisco, which makes it a little bit more quiet. Um, and you're nice. only about a five minute jog from Golden Gate Park or the Presidio. So we actually had a okay. lot of soft surface options that were right next to campus which really shocked me when I came there to visit I'll bet your workouts were just amazing yeah actually yeah gosh you could feel like you're dying in a tempo or something like that but then you know you, you soak in all the views around you and it doesn't feel so bad so <laughs> um yeah so that was another great part it's very hilly there so um yeah we had a lot of tough hilly runs um and the weather's great every single day um so it can't be beat especially during the winter when you have you know, 55 degrees and sunny every day. That was um, also another plus. Yeah, it's very hilly. The, you, you ever see the pictures of the cable cars going up and down? Yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, it's a very hilly city. So yeah. I'll bet you got your your, your, your fill of hill workouts um, for sure. Um, I, 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 you ran there for a couple of years. Is that right? Yeah, for two years. Um, two years, okay. I had a stress reaction in my femur um, when I came into USF. So I registered the cross country season and the coaches were really patient. Um, they had me progress really gradually, which I'm grateful for because I think that helps me out um, in the long term, just having that slow progression. Um, and then, of course, with COVID, um, I ended up going home March through December because um, it was um, a little too difficult to be in San Francisco, um, like you know, in the thick of the pandemic, there are a lot of restrictions that were going on. So we weren't allowed on campus or anything during that time. So we all went home. Um, so yeah, so really, I was I feel like I was, was there for only a year. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's kind of cut in half. So you had to study from home, then they wouldn't even let you on campus. Yeah, so we did everything virtual um, from March, um, like when the pandemic started yep. um, through the spring. So Oh, through, through through the spring and then you came back um last fall then uh so no actually we didn't come back no. until um no. i think january um like this past january and classes were still virtual during that time um so yeah i was only um i actually only took classes in person at usf um for the fall semester and then the first half of the first spring semester that i was there that had to be a bummer not to not to be able to have uh um, in-person classes um, yeah. you want you, you want to be at a fine institution like that you want to have the full immersion mm -hmm. and not to have that disappointing yeah it's true um, the class sizes are very small at USF and so I feel like we have um, a lot of class discussions and um, that was one of the things that definitely drew me to USF I, I like getting to know my classmates and teachers better um, so yeah it was definitely difficult doing it over zoom but um, I feel like me and um, all my teammates, we all managed it 
um, well. And it was so nice that when we were there um, this past spring semester, we were still able to kind of walk around campus. Um, we always had to wear the mask in San Francisco as well. Um, but at least like we were able to do things socially distant and like still get to kind of feel like you were on campus, even though we weren't attending classes in person. Okay. And um, were you, uh, you, you weren't the number one runner, were you, for the, for the Dons? Um, no, I feel like we, well, we have a yeah. pretty solid group. And so I feel like we went back and forth. Um, you, you did, yeah, from what I remember, yeah. Yeah, so there was, um, gosh, our team was incredibly deep. So there's also Eva Richardson, um, who's a grad transfer from the University of Portland. Um, she's from Ireland. And then we have Eve Jensen. Um, she's going to be a junior, but I think um, as far as eligibility goes, she'll be a sophomore this upcoming year. She's from Idaho. Um, and we also have Ruby Smee coming in this year um, from Tasmania, and she's phenomenal. So I'm excited to continue to follow along with USF this upcoming year to see what they do. I think they're going to just absolutely crush it at nationals. So, Okay. Um, and um, so you uh... – well, you ran it's a uh, division one cross country. Um, that was kind of odd to be running uh, in March. Yeah, <laughs> in a cross country meet. Um, how did how, how did that race go for you? You finished seventy eighth. Uh, were you um, were you kind of disappointed with that? Felt like you. Yeah, I was oh. a little disappointed. Um, I was hoping between realistically, I thought I could be between tenth and twentieth. And I felt really confident and I was healthy going into the race. So I was very excited. Um, but I'm still super proud of how I ran um, in that race. It was just I've never been in a race quite like that. So, um, you know, I hope to make it back there this year. And I think having that experience under my belt will help me a lot. Um, I think I went through the first K in 306. And I was at first I was wondering, am I running slow? Because I was in the middle of the pack. But no, it's just everyone like goes out insanely fast. Um so I didn't know that at the time, but, you know, if I, hopefully if I have the opportunity to run there this year, um, I think I would try to just, you know, get out as hard as I can. So if that means like a 304 first K, but you're in a better position, I think that um, would have played out better for the race. Yeah. That's a 1535 K. Is that, um, mm -hmm. is that something you haven't, you haven't run ever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think, I think very few people in that race have ran, um, a 1535k yeah. but uh and so you, know, you saw a lot of um carnage in that race because people just you go out so fast um I think I've never seen people walking at like the end of a um cross-country meet at the college level but there's a lot of people that were uh walking in because it was they just kind of uh blew themselves up a little bit um so I had like well, a very strong last k but it's in part because I was just kind of buried for the first two-thirds of the race <laughs> It was pretty warm that day, I imagine, and 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 it was hillier than um, than I think uh, some people expected, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the course is more difficult, I think, than what people um, had anticipated. Um, I thought the course was very, very nice. Um, you know, you had um, like the footing was great. Um, there were wide turns, and yeah, there were some rolling hills, but um, not anything crazy. It, it's not something like. Um, like Griac, for example, I feel like that's a very hilly course where you're constantly either going up or you're going down. So it wasn't exactly like that, but it was still tough nonetheless. You, you, you still had some doozies, though, that you had to, Yeah. <laughs> you still had a couple that you had to deal with, for sure. Yeah. Um, 
Well, if you uh, are fortunate enough to get to uh, this year, it's in Tallahassee, Florida. Much flatter. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so much flatter. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've actually yeah. ran there a few times um, during my time in Alabama. We were there every year. So I was wondering um, if you'd ever run there. Yeah. Whoop. Um, and then um, you kind of finished off your, your San Francisco career uh, running at the West prelims um, at uh, College Station. Um, that one probably was a disappointment last um last uh time uh running for the dons yeah i feel like i um i learned a lot from that race um i've never i always think it's kind of silly when people get so nervous that you know they're actually like physically ill before the race starts but um yeah unfortunately i found myself in that position um at at regionals um i just wanted to make so badly I think I put too much pressure on myself unnecessarily um and yeah I just kind of took myself out of it before the race had even started so that's something Mm -hmm. I want to work on for the upcoming year is um just knowing that I'm physically capable of running with anyone in the country um I just have to you know I just have to believe that myself and not count myself out before the race even starts um because I can't be my own I can't stop like sabotage myself. <laughs> um, so that's something that I'm, um, I've been working on over the summer, um, working with a sports psychologist and um, yeah. So, so I'll continue is, to work on that. So this is something that's not a new thing. This is something you've kind of been dealing with off and on. Yeah, it has. Yeah. It's something I've struggled with um, quite a bit throughout my time in college. Um, and so I think I um, had some, um, had some solid races like during cross country season and stuff. Um, you know, it helps when you're lining, when you're, when you're on the starting line with your teammates, um, you can kind of put your own self doubt aside and cause you know, you're doing it for them. So I just had to do my part for the team and that helped me kind of get over my own self doubt. But, um, I find it a little bit more difficult when it comes to track because you feel, um, like you're kind of on the starting line, without the team behind you so to speak so um yeah so I kind of had a difficult time with that but that's something I'm definitely working on um because I feel like I've put forth uh, you know a lot of hard work and training and I just want to see that pay off um so yeah I think there's just some some little tweaks I need to make uh, between now and the start of the upcoming year yeah um well I'm glad you're continuing to work on this um I I found it interesting um you have a very international team um, at uh, at UCF, um, mm-hmm. and you four of your teammates were competing in the Olympics. Um, yeah. One um, hasn't competed yet. Um, um, I don't know how to pronounce her name. <laughs> Maura Tiuri of Israel. Oh yes, yeah, I believe she's in the marathon. So she's um, running in the marathon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you had um, Lizzie Bird, um, Elena Burkhardt, and Liam Meyer um, competing in the steeplechase. So, um, so that's that's kind of uh, unique that you have so many uh, teammates in the Olympics. Yeah, no, it's super cool. I was actually able to do a couple of um, easy runs with Lizzie Bird during my time at USF, um, and so yeah, it was great to get to speak with her and to see her just crushing it on the world stage is so exciting and it's really inspiring um we have a lot of um international kids on the team at usf and so that makes it fun um just to kind of get everyone else's different um perspective on things and everyone's different experiences um 
it's been really fun to get to um yeah just like to get to speak with people who I wouldn't have gotten to speak to otherwise so um yeah so that was another um great thing about USF is just the diversity that we have there is it a case that you wish that one of your parents was uh was international uh, born or something <laughs> so that you can compete for one of these countries wouldn't that be cool to be in the olympics that would be yeah that'd be amazing um but yeah um <laughs> i guess um you know if you can if you can place top three in the olympic trials um you know in the u.s i feel like you can you know you have a very solid shot at scoring a medal in the olympics which is so impressive so um yeah so definitely you know at some point I'd like to make it to um like to a trials or something like that down the road it's the toughest team to make in the world as we all know watching the trials and so it's um so I just kind of I'm just gonna laugh at all at some of these (laughs) Olympians who are you know who have a who have a parent who was born somewhere and they're uh you know able to compete in the Olympics and um Mm -hmm. You people like you and me, we're all born in the U.S. and you know we just yeah we have no we have no chance <laughs> to make the Olympics because it's just a cause it's just a different level when you get to, when you get to the U.S. Olympic trials, isn't it? That's yeah. To yeah, the Olympic trials that seems um, oh gosh yeah it seems like you're basically kind of like running in the Olympics, um, but I think that's you know a phenomenal experience. Um, to try to qualify uh, for the Olympics and hopefully bring home a medal. I think if you can have this experience of competing on like the U S national scene, I think that puts you, you know, into a, a great spot on the world stage. So, yeah. Well, you, like, like you said, your brother, uh, Nicholas was on a, on a uh, USA team. So that, that was pretty neat that someone in your family's uh, been on a national team. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He has, you know, he's going to take those memories with him, you know, for the rest of his life. Um, like what a cool experience to get to represent the United States. And um, yeah, he was a silver, silver medalist um, in the 10 K at the Pan Am junior games. And yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was really cool. I'm so proud of him. Wearing that USA across his, uh, across his uh, Jersey. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's something I'm sure I'm sure he's got that uh, jersey framed or something or oh yeah he does yeah my parents put yeah. it in a shadow box um so yeah Absolutely. so they are definitely gonna hold on to that well you're going to University of Vanderbilt where um I'm, I'm not sure if you know this but uh they just had uh a an, uh, an Olympic medalist um, yeah. in uh in indoor cycling yeah I saw uh, that that's so cool I think indoor Lily cycling- Williams Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that's amazing. Indoor cycling seems like such like a very intense sport for sure. For sure. So, um, yeah, really cool to have someone from Vanderbilt um, score a medal for the United States. And she was not even originally a cyclist. She was uh, a multiple state champion in, in track and field first uh, before she went to, to cycling. So uh, she transitioned over. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit different. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, um, uh, let's keep on this Olympic theme. What, um, what kind of, uh, what kind of has been your highlights for this, uh, for this Tokyo games, as far as track and field, I'm sure you've been, uh, watching intently. Yes. Oh my gosh. There've been so many great moments. It's hard to pick a favorite, but, um, seeing a thing Mo, um, when the gold medal was absolutely phenomenal and Raven Rogers to place third as well was so cool. Um, 
I got to watch um, a thing Mo run the 400 when she was at A&M uh, during the West Regionals. And it was just amazing how easy she makes it look. She looks so relaxed and her form is just effortless. So, um, yeah, that was really cool to see. And, of course, um, watching another world record go down in the 400 hurdles on the men's and women's side. Um, that's another highlight for me. And Courtney Frerichs was just now the silver medalist in the 3K steeple. So that was another really exciting moment to watch. Have you ever tried the steeplechase? Is that something that uh, – how how tall are you? Um, you got, I'm five feet tall, so very short. I, I, um, <laughs> I was going to say, you're, you, you've got a good runner's build uh, for distance running, but not for steepling probably. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, um, in the NCAA, the girl who just now, um, who won the national title, she's 4'11", um, right. she's from the Air Force, yeah, and so I was like, oh, gosh, like, you know, she's 4'11", if she can steeple, like, maybe I can, too, so um, I definitely would be open to trying it this year. I don't know if my coach would let me try that or not, but <laughs> um, I think it'd be cool just to try it once. Well, use her as an example. Say, hey, you know, you just never know, you know? Yeah, exactly. The Air Force gal whose name escapes me. I should know it. Um, I think yeah. it's Mahala Norris. Norris, yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. She showed that you can do it. Uh, Hillary Bohr is one of the shortest guys. Uh, yeah. Former Iowa State runner. And he's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's made two Olympics. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, give it, a give it a try here uh, in, the, in the spring. I know. Yeah, I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you think, um, uh, it seems like your, your best distance has so far been the 10,000. Do you feel like, um, as you get, uh, longer in distance, um, seems to be better for you? Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm sure after college, I'll want to try half marathon or a marathon. Um, I did a long run in December. It was, um, 18 miles. Um, but through 13 miles, I averaged 535 pace and, um, for the duration of the 18 miles, like overall, I ran like a 5:48 pace. So I definitely think um, my strong suit is the endurance side of things. But um, I'm really looking forward to this upcoming year to trying more 1500s, 3Ks, and I really, really want to lower my 5K PR. That one kind of kills me. So because <laughs> um, I think I have more speed than what people realize, I just haven't been able to quite put it together on the day. So uh, I feel like I was very, very close at USF. Um, to finally achieving the goals that I wanted to, but I just wasn't quite there yet. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to this upcoming year to piece it all together and show people like, I don't just run the 10K, but actually have, there's actually some speed, so. <laughs> I've got other skills here, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your 5K? Um, yeah, my 5K is um, not very, um, Oh no. Not great. Yeah. I think if my PR is like 1645. Um, I ran it once this outdoor okay. season. Um, and we definitely thought I was in 1550 shape, um, going into the race, but I unfortunately just felt super sick on that day and the race just did not go well whatsoever. So, and that was the one 5k that I ran during the outdoor season. So, um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to this upcoming year. Hopefully I'm putting together a race that's more, um, representative of my fitness level. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because you've got some time there to trim. Because your best for the ten k is what thirty, just under thirty four. Yeah, it's thirty three fifty eight. Um, and also, yeah, towards this upcoming year, um, so I'm lowering my ten k PR as well. Um, I really like to dip under thirty three, so that's a big goal for the upcoming year. 
Okay. Um, so you think marathons are kind of in your future um, after you get um, get out of college? Um, mm-hmm. Thinking longer, huh? Yeah, I'll probably move up to the marathon at some point. Um, but again, I'd like to um, try to put together some races um, to show some of the speed that I have. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, once I feel like I've reached my potential in the shorter distances, I'd like to try the marathon soon. Okay. What kind of uh, workouts do you want to do to improve speed? Um, that's something that um, has to be uh, very focused. Um, what are you, uh, you kind of hoping to do? Um, I guess as far as workout goes, um, I think that doing the different uh, form drills, uh, like the different types of skips and different just explosive exercises and spending time in the weight room, those little things, they really make a big difference when it comes to speed. So I put much more of a focus on the weight room and just overall strength over the past year, especially over the last couple of months. That's been a huge focus. Um, so yeah, I think that's going to translate to better speed this track season. Um, and yeah, just like becoming more efficient, um, just you know, being more mindful um, of good form when you're doing like 200s or strides, things like that at the end of workouts. Um, just making sure that as soon as I my foot touches the ground, just popping right back off. That's something I've been trying to focus on. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, st- strength work, um, free weights, still something at my age, at 53, mm-hmm. I still do. So it's, it's, yeah. it's something that is, you know, incredibly important. Um, continuing that uh, that work so yeah for uh, sure hopefully, hopefully you can get that uh are you kind of testing the waters then for the indoor season wanting to do some uh like like you said 1500s see how that goes yeah this in- indoor season i'll um do some 1500s and 3ks um hopefully in preparation for a good 5k during the indoor season as well um so yeah that's kind of something that i'm kind of focusing on but of course you know first things first um really want to put together a great cross country season. And um, I think the team at Vanderbilt is going to really surprise people this year. We have a lot of great incoming freshmen and we have a lot of great returners who have made um, just a lot of progress over the summer months. So I think it's going to be really exciting when we're all together and competing this fall. Where'd they finish at the SECs uh, last year for cross country? Mm, I want to say sixth. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it's six. Yeah. Middle of pack then. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, we haven't even really uh, talked about your high school at all. <laughs> I don't know if you want to or not, but, uh, you won a couple, uh, cross country state championships. Um, um, and you also, um, led your, uh, team to the, uh, to the team title as well in 2015. So some, some really great memories, um, even set a state record uh, at one time. So, oh, thanks. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I have a lot of great memories from high school. Um, our coach, um, Coach Jane and Kenny Wheeler, were just absolutely amazing. Um, they just really had, you know, had just a really fun group. Um, I feel like they were, they didn't push us too hard. They kept things fun. And um, yeah, I feel like that was just such a good experience and i'm really thankful for their guidance throughout high school well they've been at pv quite a while and they built up quite a reputation there um you know pv teams have always been uh very good yeah they have been um and i know like there's a lot of other good um girls right now who are coming into their freshman year of high school and 
um, I always like kind of following along with like what they're up to. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for them for their upcoming year. Um, I think they were second at the state track meet um, this past spring. So um, yeah, like you said, they just have a really strong program. And um, I think all that just comes down to their coaching. They're just phenomenal people. And, um, you know, when the team culture is that positive, like you just have special things happen. So um, yeah. How does it feel uh, crossing the finish line, winning the 4A cross country state championships? Um, what, I mean, what's the what's the feeling that you have? Um, the, the the exhilaration. The, I mean, um, you did it twice. What's the? Um, yeah, I guess I was. Uh, I remember being uh, very excited at the time, just because um, you know you dedicate a lot of time to the sport and doing all the little things right. So. Um, yeah, so just like to have your hard work pay off. That's always a great feeling. Okay. Okay. Um, and were you on one, uh, PV, have, have they had some controversy with the team title? Um, yes, that was my sophomore year. Was that your team? Okay. Yeah. Tell me about, tell, tell, uh, tell the listeners about, about that because, um, it was in my vague recollection in, in my mind, um, how all that went down your sophomore season. Yeah, um, there was a girl on the team who um, competed against collegiate runners, I think, or something. There's like a, some states you're allowed to do that, yeah. but in the state of Iowa, you're not allowed to do that. Um, That's so, right. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so uh, you got disqualified as a team because of that? Because she was competing for you? Is that, was that how it happened? Yeah. Yeah. So I believe our team was disqualified. Um, so yeah, that's how that happened. And that was, and you guys were going to win the title. Um, yeah, I believe we had, yeah, we had won the title. Um, but yeah, but I think it was, um, like any of the points that she had scored were, uh, disqualified. Um, and you know, it's like kind of silly cause like, you know, like in other States you're allowed to compete against collegiate runners or professional runners. And, um, especially now, I think like on the high school scene, a lot of like the top high school runners, like they seem to compete against like pros or college runners. So, um, but again, like, you know, in the state of Iowa, you're not allowed to do that. Um, so like a rule's a rule. So I guess you, you know, can't break it. So, <laughs> um, so you're yeah, like, yeah. let's, let's please revisit this, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like Reggie Bush with the Heisman trophy. Let's revisit yeah. <laughs> this. Let's go back in time here. Yeah, Come exactly. <laughs> let's look back. Can we do that? So it was that was 2013 that that happened. Uh, yes, that was or 2014, I think. Yeah, 2014. So the next year, you guys just said, "Enough of this. We're just going to do it. On, we're we're just going to win it anyway." And you did. So yeah. <laughs> so just just proving that um, that you didn't um, need all this uh, controversy to get it done. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. And you were. Um, this is pretty interesting. You competed in the New Balance Nationals, um, kind of getting your uh, feet wet uh, for mm -hmm. the colleges. You finished fifth in that race. Mm -hmm. um, how important was that for your development, um, getting ready for college? That had to have been huge to see some different runners, yeah, uh, different tactics. Yeah, um, I. It always makes me happy whenever I think back to that race, just because I think I was only running um, like maybe 30 miles a week um, that year. And um, I 
didn't even know if I was going to qualify for, for New Balance. I think you had to run 10 flat in a 3K or something to qualify, and I just barely hit that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just, you know, I was out there. I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, see what I can do. Um, I just had so much fun. Um, my brother, Nicholas, was there as well. He was in the freshman two-mile. Um, he placed second in the freshman two-mile, and that race was right before mine. So I just remember, like, being so excited watching him and um, – yeah, I just had like no expectations. I was just trying to compete the best that I could. Um, so yeah, so I feel like I was, you know, competing against girls who were, you know, on a completely different level than I was, but I was still so proud of how I competed. And um, yeah, I hope I can find that mindset um, for this upcoming year, have more of that um, attitude going into races. Okay. Um, so uh, you're, are you, are you and uh, Nicholas the only two uh, siblings in the family? Uh- yeah, it's just the two of us. Okay. How did you get into running then? Um, how was that? Um, um, how, did, how did that all get started? You didn't have any older siblings, so. No. Um, so I got into running, um, well, I guess when I was about 10, um, I remember watching our neighborhood uh, boys. They were um, state champs in the 100 and the 200, I believe. Um, so it's really fast. Um, and our house, it lived on top of this hill. And so I remember watching these two high school boys, their dad used to make them like sprint up this hill. And so I remember watching and I was like, um, yeah, like, you know what, I want to do it too. So I just went out there and I just did it and I fell in love with it. I was like, oh my gosh, that's the hardest thing I've ever done, but I want to do it again. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, that was how I got into it. Um, and then I had never heard of cross country. Um, you know, until junior high, um, my friend's mom, she was a school nurse. And uh, I just remember her talking to me about how I had way too much energy. Um, and <laughs> she thought I needed to go out for cross country. So, so I did that. And yeah, I just absolutely loved it. <laughs> so it's, it's just funny how sometimes fate just kind of uh, tugs at you because you know, if you didn't live next to that neighbor, who knows? You might not right. have gotten into that. You might be skateboarding at the Olympics instead. You might have gotten into <laughs> skateboarding or something. I know. But, I kind of wanted to get into figure skating when I was little, but my parents didn't want to pay for like the costumes that you have to wear and all that kind of stuff. So, so figure skating was off the table. But yeah, like you said, I'm. I guess it's a good thing we ended up living next to these two like really fast kids, and it inspired me to try it. So <laughs> you're like, I want to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, running, as we know, is a pretty inexpensive sport, so that that, that does uh, help uh, help you get uh, moved in that direction. Yeah, certainly. for sure. Did your did your did your parents pick up running because of you guys? Um, well, funny enough, so my dad, um, he's not the healthiest person in the world, um, <laughs> but but one day he was like. Uh, he was like, you know what, I can run a mile under six minutes. And he usually like he doesn't run, he doesn't walk or anything like that. Um, and so me and Nicholas were kind of, you know, like laughing, we're like, all like, no, you can't do that. And so he was like, he's like, no, he's like, let's go out to the track right now. And so we're like, okay, fine. So we went out there, we timed him and, and yeah, he ran like, like a six thirteen mile or something like that. It was the most amazing thing that I think that either of us have seen to this day. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Might be one of the most impressive athletic feats I think I've seen. So yeah, it was, <laughs> Wow. So, <laughs> so you do have some runner genes there. There's, there's, yeah. Yeah, there's I think yeah, there must something be something in the family. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I feel like there have to, like, yeah, there has to be some kind of, um, yeah, like runner gene in there. Um, you know, it it's never really showed itself, but seeing my dad run that mile off of 
eating a bag of chips every day for lunch um, and having like a two liter soda every day. It just like really blew my mind. So yeah, I was really impressed. <laughs> let's, let's move on to, let, let, let's, let's stay on food here. <laughs> That's a great story. Who knows what you're going to get on this podcast? Uh, but that was, that was great. So what the, continuing the, the the food theme what uh what kind of foods do you like um i i assume you're not on a uh on a bag of chips a day uh type of uh, routine here no i'm not um i'm definitely i i think i found more balance um like over the last um year i guess like with having a you know like a healthy relationship with food um i firmly believe everything in moderation um and that you can eat too much healthy, like, you know, too many healthy things, um, you know, and on the flip side, of course, you can eat too much junk food. But um, yeah, so for me, I really like sweet things. Um, I probably eat waffles at least once a day. I just love them. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, pretty much anything with sugar, to be honest, it's like kind of my weakness. So <laughs> oh, wow. okay, okay. So um, what do you have on those waffles? Because you got to have something to dress it up with. You can't oh, just for put, sure. Put on every day. <laughs> yeah well I do put syrup on them and then I also add peanut butter and then I usually um I take frozen berries and then I thaw them in the microwave um and then I put that on top of the waffles too so it's really good oh that's good the strawberries or blueberries what are, we, what are we talking actually um see this morning it's what I had and I had um mixed berries so it was strawberries blueberries and raspberries everything oh, everything yeah <laughs> you're doing it right although my <laughs> My my daughter puts peanut butter on her waffles as well. Um, mm. I, uh, I I I just can't do that. Sorry. Oh no, it's the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't do that. So, um, so what do you what do you try to fuel up um, on the day of a race? Um, mm -hmm. So you've got a an eleven o'clock race here. Mm. What do you what do you try to what do you try to fuel up on? Oh goodness. Honestly, I was say waffles, please. <laughs> I was going to say waffles, but, um, um, gosh, yeah, I feel like I've been running for a long time. And I feel like I still have not managed to nail, um, race day nutrition. Um, but I think that I've had my best races when I've done something like oatmeal, peanut butter and berries. Um, and then usually, I, yeah. And I think it's important to try to get something like an hour before the race. Um, I've kind of struggled with college with getting so nervous that like, I just don't want to eat anything beforehand. But I think that um, definitely negatively impacts performance. So I've definitely had like the best workouts, best races. And I've gotten something kind of sugary in me um, about an hour out um, or even 30 minutes. So uh, really? typically, yeah. From so that, like, small, even but... some, yeah, like a cookie or something like that, that actually seems to settle uh, pretty well. So I think I need to start doing yeah. that more this year. I have a lot of success with cliff bars like that. Um, oh, I, yeah. can, I can, I, I can eat a cliff bar and then it'll digest quickly and, uh, gets through me and, and it does give me that uh, benefit. Like you say, mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think sometimes people, including myself, make the mistake of like, you're so nervous about eating too much and having stomach problems that you end up going, you know, you end up eating way too little and you just have like, you just feel kind of bad um going into the race so yeah it's, i think it's definitely important to get something beforehand okay well you're 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 clearly a uh 
someone who loves to travel. Um, you just got back from Florida not too long ago from Miami, a vacation with your family, with your with your fast father yeah. <laughs> and mother. Um, so um, is there any place you want to kind of where you kind of looked at and go, I want to live there after being in San Francisco? Um, hmm. Like anywhere in the world that I want to live or like anywhere in the country? Yeah. You seem like someone who, who kind of wants to um, go out and explore. Um, uh, you don't want to go back to Iowa, it doesn't sound like. Um, uh, nothing against Iowa, it's my home state, but it's, yeah. it seems like, you know, with, with, with your experiences that you uh, are kind of looking to, um, I don't know, just throwing this out in uh, Colorado or something like that, or. Yeah, uh, actually all my team is at USF. Oregon or. Um, my teammates at USF, they always said they could see me living in Australia um, because I really like okay. the outdoors and hiking and things like that. Um, so, yes, I don't know. Maybe Australia. I would definitely be open to that. Um, but I'm also I'm really, really loving Nashville. Um, you know, I've only been here for about a month, but it's just it kind of feels like the Midwest to me, although I like the location because I'm, you know, I'm closer to my parents. Not they moved to Georgia. Um and yeah, so I just, it already kind of feels like home, which I like. So I could see myself staying here um, for quite some time. Okay. Wow. You've already uh, liked it that much, huh? Yeah, I really do. Yeah. It's definitely um, probably the most at home that I've felt, um, you know, aside from Iowa, because I love Iowa, you know, spent basically my entire childhood <laughs> in Iowa. So, um, but yeah, this is the most at home I've felt since then. Okay. And you would you had gone off to college. Uh, you were at Alabama when your when your parents moved. Then is that the? Yeah. So my parents moved to Georgia um, halfway through my freshman year of college at Alabama. Okay. Okay. Was that just a job, or was that something yeah. that they that they wanted to um, um, move down there? Yeah, it was because of my dad's job. Um, I think that they they really loved the move because they liked the warmer weather. Um, but yeah, that's why they moved just because of my dad's job. I've always enjoyed Georgia. I've got some relatives mm -hmm. down there. Really, uh, always liked it down there. So, yeah, yeah. great place to uh, live. And and like you said, there you're within driving distance of them. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah. So what um uh what kind of uh well you got one more year left. Obviously, mm -hmm. um I noticed you wanted to go into exercise science at Alabama and. Mm -hmm. um, and now you've kind of changed into counseling. How did that all change about um, as we go into your, your yep. career field here, uh, um, wrapping things up here? Yeah. Um, after my sophomore year of college um, at Alabama, I actually wanted to train, change my major to psychology because I thought maybe I wanted to do sports psychology or something. Um, okay. But um, our academic advisor at the time wouldn't let me do that. Um, but then when I transferred from um, Alabama to USF almost none of my um, none of my credits transferred so the only major that I was allowed to do um, at USF was psychology so it actually worked out really well um, it has like the lowest number of credit hours that you need and I had to be at 60% by the end of my first year at USF um, to be eligible athletically so I was in a lot of credit hours that first year <laughs> um, I was in summer classes and I took 20 hours in the spring and in the fall um, as well as like a January term class. So, um, so I got there, but it was, it was really difficult, <laughs> but we'll okay. work it. And you were able to go through graduation ceremonies then, so, um, right? 
not in person, but there was, um, yeah, but there was one virtually. Oh, that's terrible. I know. (laughs) That's a bummer. It's okay. Hopefully for grad school, I'll get to do the whole in-person thing. Okay. Because I, because I saw your Instagram post with, with you in the robe and everything, I thought. Oh, yeah. Um, a teammate took my picture for me in my robe, which I really appreciated. So. <laughs> All right. So um, are you kind of looking to um, after I don't want to lead this too far, but after uh, your time at Vanderbilt's over, do you kind of want to run um, on a team like uh, run post post grad um, afterwards? That would be awesome. I, I think I'd have to, you know, first I have to have some more success on the college level um to do anything like that but um you know even if i um you know don't finish with all the accolades you know i came into college hoping to achieve um i know that i absolutely love running and i'm going to continue to do that after graduation just to continue just to see how much i can push myself so i'll always be a lifelong runner yeah well you've got the most important accolades and that is the academic side down um as I mentioned, you were um, All-American for the academic team. Congratulations for that. And, oh, thank you. And, and you're well on your way. So um, I wish you the best of luck um, at Vanderbilt this year. Hope you have a great season. Thank you. I appreciate it. And hopefully you get that 1,500 and 5,000 uh, PR. Yes, I really hope so, too. <laughs> okay. I'll be following your progress. Um, thanks for the time, Mackenzie. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day.